Hey, can we pray together? Lord, we just continue in this time of worship. We thank you so much for your presence is so assuredly here. And still we ask, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would fall afresh on us this very morning, that we would be made wholly different for having spent this time with you, with one another in this great community. So come, Holy Spirit, come, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, so I want to talk today a little bit with us about where I think some of us live, maybe many of us live in this place of, of unsuredness, of insecurity, maybe a lack of, of confidence. Sometimes, maybe oftentimes, our lack of confidence is in abundance by the way we just feel self-conscious about what God might be doing uh, uh, in us and calling us to. Like, no, Lord, I, 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 I know you're asking me to do this, but I don't think I'm good enough to do that. And, and so I'm going to have to say no right now. I'm going to have to bow out. Do you ever feel unsure of yourself in that way? I do. Here's some something that I'm, I'm just going to be absolutely honest with you. Every time I'm preparing a message and getting ready to preach, I am afraid. I am nervous. I feel totally inadequate. This is what I do for my life. This is what, but God says, you know what, Jennifer? Get up there, get out of bed, get to church, and give them a good word. And so, it makes me rely on the power of the Holy Spirit at work when I feel nervous, when I feel not enough and inadequate. I just have to realize, yeah, on my own, I'm not enough. Leave it up to me. I got nothing good to say. But when you open this word and when the Holy Spirit is working, God's got all kinds of things to say to us. And so here we are. Maybe you struggle with not being sure of yourself. You know, maybe God's saying, uh, I would like for you, maybe somebody has come to you and said, would you facilitate a small group? Would you just be a part of a small group and maybe help lead it up? Or would you teach this, this class or facilitate this Bible study? Or, hey, would you go minister to children in the nursery or in Sunday school? And you're going, no, no, those are not my places. I'm not, I can't do that. No, thank you. It's out of this place of, of fear of not being good enough that maybe I think I, I can't do that. Maybe you're involved in an area ministry or a philanthropic, philanthropic group around town and, and they're needing your leadership. And you're being invited to lead in a certain way in that ministry area and, and you're saying, oh, I, I just couldn't do it as well as my predecessor there. I think I have to say no. Well, today we're going to talk about how we can have confidence, true confidence, not in ourselves, not in our own stuff, but in the Lord, whose love is, is with us, who it, he, the, he is with us, and so we can have the confidence that we need to step forward and say, yes, Lord. We can have the assurance that, Lord, you're going to give, us what, give me what I need 
to step forward and say yes to you instead of no out of a place of insecurity. So it leads us to our scripture this morning as we read this letter to the churches in 1 John. Listen for this secret ingredient that, that, that you may be lacking or forgetting. I want to give you a heads up. The secret ingredient is abide. Listen for the word. Abide. So here we are in 1 John. You can open your Bibles. You've got some in front of you or maybe you've got it on your phone or wherever. 1 John chapter 4, and we're going to jump into verse 12 to 16. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us of his Holy Spirit. And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, well, God abides in him and he in God. So we've come to know and believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. By this love, is this love perfected in us, by this is love perfected in us, so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment, because as he is also is as he is so also are we in this world the word abide that's the secret sauce right here in these verses in these i was supposed to read 5 verses i read 6 but anyway in these 5 verses 12 to 16 we we see this word abide come up five different times, six different times, six different times, and it's alluded to two more times. So how do we know that the Holy Spirit abides in us, dwells in us? Look at verse 13. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us, because he has given us of the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit of God at work in our lives. We aren't God, but we have the Holy Spirit, His Spirit at work in us. There is power there, people. There, that, is, that is the juice by which we run. There's this Anglican priest in England back in the 19th century by the name of J.C. Ryle. He wrote this, to abide in Christ means to keep a habit of close communion with him, like close connection with the Lord, to be always leaning into him, resting on him, pouring out our hearts to him, to the Lord, and relying on Jesus as our life and strength, as our chief companion, our very best friend. We lean on the Lord. That's part of abiding. Do we rest in Him? Do we pour out our hearts 
to him. That's, that's abiding in the Lord. Ryle goes on to say, to have his words abiding in us is to keep his sayings and his teachings, precepts, teachings, continually in our memories and in our minds and to make them the guide of our actions, the rule of our daily life, our daily conduct, our behaviors, our attitudes, actions. It's powerful, it's life-changing to know that God is abiding in us and we abide in him. It's in dwelling with the Lord that we can do hard things. My friend was a first grade teacher and, and the first graders would say to her, but Miss Lovejoy, I can't, it's too hard. And she would look at her sweet little cherub first graders and say, we can do hard things. We can do hard things. Well, with the power of the Holy Spirit at work in us, we can do hard things, brothers and sisters. We can do hard things. So no longer do we need to be led out of this spirit of timidity, here, intimidation. You don't have to be intimidated by the thing that God's putting in front of you. You can say, I got the Holy Spirit in me. Okay, Lord, let's move, let's go. You can be confident that the Lord is with you, empowering you, equipping you for every good work. And so because of that, we can say yes. We can go and do when God calls us to go and do. We can say yes. What's this look like when we're abiding? When we're inviting the Holy Spirit to abide in us, to live in us, to work in us? In the 1980s, there were these two friends who worked for the same company. One friend made deliveries of the product, the other worked in sales. Well, this one friend who was the deliverer, he drove truck and delivered goods around different states. Well, his, he had a four-year-old child who actually had a, a terrible uh, illness and, and passed away. And when he learned that his son had just died, he pulled that truck over to the nearest truck stop walked into the store manager, gave the keys to the manager and said, I got to go call my company. And he took a, a flight to wherever home was. Well, his friend back in the sales office, the boss called in the friend and started to tell him this sad news uh, of, his, of his friend and, and co-worker. And the boss started telling his friend about the, the route that this truck driver was was taking around these states and there was so much detail to this and the and the salesman was like what why am I getting all this detail and the boss finally came out with it and said I need you to be driven over to his pickup his truck his his delivery truck and I need you to finish his route and the guy's like wait a minute I'm in sales I don't drive truck you know but the boss had hung up real fast and you know whatever and and off this guy was supposed to go and sure enough, he, he went, he was taken to this truck and got in, the, got in the truck and started to make deliveries. Well, along the way, he felt totally inadequate, totally unprepared for this task that his boss had just given him. And, and he's driving truck, and, and this was a couple days drive around, and the, s the snow and the rain started, and the ice, 
roads got icy and whatnot, and he kind of laid over for a little while, and then finally kind of let up, and he's like, oh, man. Well, what I didn't tell you was at the beginning when he got in that truck, he just kind of cried out to God. This short little prayer, he said, please. That's <laughs> all he had. That's all he had. All he had was a, an hallelujah, please. So he's, the, the rain lets up, the, the roads are a little icy, he's afraid to drive this truck, but he's got to finish the route, and he gets back in the cab, and he says, all right, I'm going to go. And he hears this voice. I don't know if it was audible or not, but he heard the voice, whether it was audible or in his heart, he heard the voice of the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit said, I'm going with you. And from that moment on, that that salesman's life was changed because God met him in that place, in that cab of the truck, when he heard the Holy Spirit say, I'm going with you. See, the Holy Spirit had been with this guy all along, doing this thing that he felt he was not good to do, that was too hard for him. How do we know that God is abiding with us Come, Holy Spirit, come, please. I think sometimes the Lord is just inviting us to step out in faith and trust, believing that God is going with us by the power of his Holy Spirit at work. Do you believe that? That God is going with you by the power of the Holy Spirit at work in you? It's true. It's true. As you're living and breathing today, the power of the Holy Spirit is yours as you abide in him. He abides in you as you abide in him, and you have the power of the Most High God at work who is for you, who is with you, who goes with you. You can do hard things because you've got the juice. You've got Holy Spirit. One more illustration from the prophet Jeremiah. There's a slide that's going to come up here. Jeremiah was speaking to the nation of Judah, God's people. They were divided, and Judah was struggling. They were sinful people of God. And you may know that Jeremiah is called the weeping prophet because he had to declare the coming judgment of God to, to God's people, to Judah. And Jeremiah spoke of God's concern also. He did get to say some good words to the people of God, speaking of a day when God would write the law on their hearts and, and, and that they would be delivered and, and that, they, that they would, God would no longer look at them saying, oh, you know, you sinful people, but God would not remember their sin anymore. So Jeremiah got to say those good words too. And here's Jeremiah 17, verses 7 to 8, that we read about God, uh, his abiding presence with those who trust him, who abide in him. This is what Jeremiah said, blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is the Lord. This one is like a tree planted by the water that sends out roots by the, stream, by the stream and does not fear when heat comes, for the leaves remain green and is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. We're like those, that tree where we send out roots into the living water. 
when we abide in the Lord, the Lord fills us, gives us, gives us good, good, uh, wet water. I mean, this, you know, he, 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 he allows us to be soaked in him. And he soaks into us. That's abiding. That is abiding. We trust, not, we don't just, we don't just trust in the Lord, but we trust the Lord. There's a difference. I believe in that. But when I believe it, I'm walking into it. I'm stepping into faith. When you're abiding in Christ, you're walking with the Lord and you're saying, all right, I'm going to step out and I'm going to do this. This may not seem comfortable. This may not seem like something I've ever done before. Well, I'm going I'm to step in faith. I'm going to trust the Lord. God dwells in us as we keep a habit of constant communion with him, as Ryle told us. Leaning on him, resting in him, pouring out our hearts to him, relying on Jesus. See, because we can let go of our inadequacies, our fear of being not good enough, and we can have confidence in the Lord that God gives us what we need in the power of his Holy Spirit at work in us. This is how much God loves us and wants to be with us and in us by the power of his spirit. What God is doing is inviting us to say yes to living confidently in the one who gives us his power and his strength so that we can be his person in a new situation perhaps in a place that maybe you've never thought you would walk. Brothers and sisters, we are being called not to live in fear and timidity, but rather to live in faith and assurance in Christ. For he's got kingdom work waiting for us to do right here. Remember that video of the, of the cars lining the parking lot? That's just a reminder to us that the Lord is bringing people right into the parking lot of Northminster Church that we get to minister to them. That we get to, we get to be God's people. But we have to begin by abiding in the Lord and He in us so that we can minister in His power to the families that, that come here through the Learning Center, to the families who come here through the sports ministry, to the, to the people in our church who need uh, us to be praying alongside them and visiting them and caring for them. The Lord gives us what we need because he abides in us and we abide in him. What is the Lord inviting you to say yes to today? To live confidently in the one who gives you his power and his strength to be his person in that new situation. There's kingdom work for us to do. It's waiting even right here for us to do it. So let's say yes to the Lord. Let's pray. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Be and abide in us and reorient us so that each day we are closely connected with you as we learn to abide. We do not solely want to be made right with you, our dear Father. We do. 
But even more, we want to be with you. Help us to trust that in Jesus Christ, we are altogether new creations. We are freed from sin. What, and we're freed from what the world may think of us or from even the possibility of falling flat on our face. We're freed from worry of that. Lord, may we yearn for this holy urgency to know the depths and riches of your love, Jesus, which comes from abiding in you. In your abiding spirit, you give us what we need to pursue new callings, new ventures of faith, to serve you in ways that may even surprise us. So come Holy Spirit, spark in us a desire for more of you and give us a desire to be your witnesses of what is amazingly possible when we follow and when we abide in you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.